Welcome back to The Bulb. I am your host, Luke Primo. This is our 26th episode and the fifth episode of our 2023 Senior Spotlight Series featuring our guest, AJ Light. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing really good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Alrighty, so let's jump right into this. So how did you get started with Gray Matter? How did you guys get on the team? Or how did you get on the team? My introduction to robotics was eighth grade FTC. And I was kind of on one of the teams. I was kind of the lead guy, like doing everything Mm -hmm. for the robot and main driver there. When it got to January, I was approached by Tom, I believe. And he's like, hey, you want to try this out for your eighth grade year? get some experience and Mm -hmm. see if you like it. And I kind of just stuck with it. And eighth grade year, I was part of the team as an unofficial member. Nice, nice. So you've been on the team since eighth grade, you were saying. What have you done since then? So like, what what have you kind of progressed over the few years in doing on the team? So I'll always say this. My biggest thing, eighth grade year, I capped the entire chassis of the practice spot. Oh, wow. So that was like... I couple weekends they just had me mm-hmm. going at it and it was like oh hey he's a, a young kid let's just make him do the yeah. hard task <laughs> so that was kind of my start and then at competitions in that I, I was kind of given a form and like a, as a scouter kind of what I do now give students the scouting form and like that just kind of sparked my interest with scouting so the next year it was our freshman year which unfortunately got cut short with COVID. But during the competition, I was a little more involved with scouting. And then the next following years just kept building and building to where I was the lead scout my junior year and then this year as well. Nice. So like you were saying, you were lead scout this year and last year. So what does that kind of involve? Like what are you doing with scouting? So my main job with scouting was creating our visualization spreadsheet so how we can analyze the data after we collect it also just working with the other people in our group and creating a good form for our scouters and just so everything's easy to read and work with yeah sometimes i really wish that the bulb was like a video podcast because it would be so awesome to show that spreadsheet i know some people probably listening to this have seen it but it's super cool what you guys have done, making those like mash predictions. And then, you know, it's all called, it's beautifully designed. Like it, it's not like your typical crappy spreadsheet that has random numbers jumbled. I mean, it's color coded. It's everything. It's awesome. It's got pictures of robots. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I, it was no easy task. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't doubt that. Just last year, even I was really struggling to get it good and just looking back at, my first ever spreadsheet that I made. I was like, oh, I could have done this, this, this different. And like finding all these things were like, hey, this is, I've gotten pretty good at this. Like I feel really comfortable now making this kind of stuff. And it's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, you certainly found a really good skill there. Something that's very valuable. So what is your favorite memory from your years on Gray Matter? What have you enjoyed the most? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it's my favorite memory, <laughs> but the most recent one, I was got appendicitis and had to have appendix oh, yeah. surgery right yep. before Worlds. So it was definitely a different experience yeah. being in the hospital bed and watching their matches and trying to help out how I can while, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not being there physically, but 
I mean, just being with the team and having fun was mm-hmm. like it great memories with yeah. this team. Fortunately, you were able to go last year to Worlds in Houston, so right. that was good that you at least got one trip in. Sure. Yeah. How was it like being virtual and just like being away from the team, but trying to be as close as you could at the same time? Because you know you've been to every competition your past year you, you you know some people watch online like some of our fans but like the students you're always there so how was it different doing that this year yeah it was very strange just watching from the live stream and i had my computer set up to where if someone needed something changed with the spreadsheet or if something wasn't working right i was just able to quickly change it and that's kind of what my setup was just being available to make a necessary change or try and implement a new feature real quick, which at a competition you really didn't get. But through this time around, I was able to make a whole new thing to help visualize our autos better. And if I was at the competition, we maybe would not have even had something like that. Yeah. No, that's certainly a good point because, you know, when you're at a competition, it's just so chaotic. You don't really have time to just sit down and do that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, obviously you want to be there, but, you know, Sometimes you got to make the most of what you have. Yeah. So talk a little bit about how kind of the scouting situation at Worlds changed a little bit. Because if I recall correctly, last year, we didn't really have much of a scouting team, really. We kind of just went down there, looked at a few matches, and kind of eyeballed it. But this year, we really hammered down on it and kind of improved what we'd done at Worlds. Yeah, for sure. So last year, we were kind of a little short-staffed with students. So we made the decision to try and work with another team and their scouting data and work with what we have. So this year, I wasn't able to go, and so Riley Sullivan took over my role as the lead scout and making sure everything's organized and ready to go. Mm -hmm. And so compared to last year, we were able to run our full scouting system. In fact, we even teamed up with two other teams from Michigan, the Evil Empire and the Tech Vikes, and we were fortunate enough that each team provided two scouters, and we were able to run a full scouting system and have data for a think every match which is crazy yeah because i mean that's such a like it's a lot easier to run that kind of stuff when you have your full functioning team because you know you're just down the road at like midland even saint joseph which was our farthest event away besides worlds this year sure. you know we were still it's a lot more realistic driving three hours rather than flying you know even though it only takes three hours to fly it's expensive to fly so yeah that's certainly a big challenge that we were able to overcome this year yeah and it's not really obvious at first glance but you need more than six scouters for every match or yeah. for the whole competition i should say because it's you can't really just do every single match by yourself you get worn out and you need yep. to have breaks so having our full team there and be able to switch off the clipboard to a different kid really yeah. helps out and makes things smoother yeah that's a great point because with the scouting you know you can like you said the minimum amount of people you'd want to have is six but like that's really not optimistic yeah. because you you know they get worn out people want breaks right. so what was your favorite part about first so what part of the organization or even just gray matter in general just made you want to keep coming back made you enjoy your time on the team it's gonna sound weird but like this data analysis and scouting stuff like i really enjoyed it and just Mm -hmm. year after year the different game finding out how are we gonna do this how are we gonna visualize this data that really drew me in and talking with the different teams at the events for our pit scouting just it's really fun too like i get to to meet so many different people and find out hey why did you do this versus 
what we did, mm -hmm. for example. It's really interesting to hear different opinions. On yeah, that. again, that deep dive. That's just the kind of what we were talking about with the last episode of Morgan. And just, you know, we've talked about it so many times, but just public speaking is really a big thing that people I don't think really realize with first. So it certainly makes, uh, improves a person's ability and sure. just helps them grow so much besides typical like engineering skills. Yeah, right. So what part about gray matter and first robotics are you going to miss most? I'm going to miss, I mean, coming to the meetings and having these conversations with uh, team members. I'm hoping to be a mentor the next year. I'm mm -hmm. so I'll still be in town, so I'll help out with the scouting system. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, just it's going to be <laughs> hard to go without it because this is like this was my life when it got to January with yeah. robotics. And Second semester of high school every year, man. Yeah. Just hammered it's, down. It's going to be different experience without it. Yes, for sure, for sure. So speaking a little bit more about kind of robotics and how it's changed your life there you know you're saying it takes up you know half semester half high school how did it help you grow like what did it help you realize in your life and kind of like what skills did you gain from robotics i could tell you i wasn't sure what i was going to do mm -hmm. then like i got into robotics i was like oh hey engineering this is a really good path i could take yeah. and then just in high school doing chemistry it's like hey, I can combine these two things that I really like and do chemical engineering. That's what I'm looking for. And honestly, just having these like innovation skills and learning how to create new things is really valuable, especially with these uh, spreadsheets. I've been told multiple yes. times I can get a lot of money for oh, yeah, making for sure. these. So. so let's talk a little bit more about kind of what you're planning to do after high school. So once you graduate, where are you going to college and what are you planning on doing? So yeah, I'm going to finish out the early middle college program at mm -hmm. Delta College and then I'm going to go up to Michigan Tech where I'm going to go for chemical engineering and honestly the summer youth program that I did for through HSC, yes. they gave the scholarship for that, was really a good experience because it kind of helped me like, hey, I like chemical engineering because I got to see what the, the facility they had there. Mm -hmm. And then I just the seeing the place there in the summer, it was really good to be like, hey, I think this might be where I want to go. Yeah, I mean, it's a double dip because you're learning about more about the uh, program that you want to go into, but you're also getting a tour of the campus and right. actually staying there. Like, it's not just like a little 45 minute oh, day yeah. tour. It's overnight week trip, a week full trip. week. Yeah, so. it's, you get the full roundabout thing. You know what it's like to be a college student there. Yeah. What are you planning on doing after you graduate uh, college? you have any like plans? What kind of specific field you want to go into? What kind of job you want to have? Or are you still undecided about that? So yeah, as I mentioned, I'm looking right now at chemical engineering. So I'm hoping for something close, either with Dow Coring or HSC. Mm -hmm. So that would be the ideal situation, be somewhere close. But yeah. if I'm getting good money to go somewhere else. I'm willing to go. <laughs> I have yeah, no sure. big ties that are going to keep me in hemlock other than gray matter, but I can still help out with the team online as much as I can. Yeah, so are you planning to come back? I know you were saying for like a year when you're still at Delta, but what about you know, further years? Are you still planning to come back or I, I'd as much to, as you can? Yeah, I'd love to come back and help out with the team if – there's a opportunity elsewhere that I can help out another team. That's something I'd look into as well, because I'd love to work with Gray Matter there. But if we feel I feel a little overcrowded here, like I'm 
because we got a lot of mentors and I think yes. they're only going to be coming That's in more. Sure. So I don't want to overstep bounds. So I'd be willing to definitely help out another local team and see if we can help get them. Yeah pretty good too all righty anything else you want to add aj well thank you for doing this interview of course and pleasure having you on i just thank <laughs> the whole team it's it was a really fun season this year and yes it for was sure. really nice the support i got when i had to have surgery and couldn't make worlds and yeah that was really cool to see the team kind of step up for that so. yeah I'm glad we were able to support you and uh as much as we can you know yeah. and glad you're feeling better now for sure too <laughs> yeah all right. Thank you very much for joining me, AJ. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bulb. Please subscribe, share with your friends and family, and leave a five-star rating. Want to ask a question and get featured on The Bulb? Leave a voice message at the link in the description, and I'll play it in our next episode. Make sure to stay tuned for our next episode featuring another installment in our Senior Spotlight series. If you have any questions, please feel free to record a voice message or send us a message on our social media platforms. Links to those are in the description.